It's episode 87 of the Auto What Podcast. I'm Amon Bashir. With me is Keegan On, who's staring me down for some reason. Uh, Rob Attrell, and our guest today, Pablo Juarez. Thanks for having me. Nice How's pronunciation. It going, good, yeah, good. Was good. Uh, Great yeah, pronunciation. Was good. Yeah? Is, was was that better? Yeah, nailed it. That's good. All right. <laughs> Wasn't sure. Uh, Pablo, welcome, first of all. Uh, second of all, uh, you see some beer in front of us? I do. So we're going to speak with uh, Rob. We're going to hear from Rob. Yeah. Yeah. We got a beer today from the Great Lakes Brewery, and this one's called the Lake Effect IPA. This is an American IPA, 7% alcohol. And uh, what do you guys think? Well... It's called, what's it called? Lake Effect IPA. Lake Effect. And the bottle, or the uh, can, has a picture of like a wave on it. Yeah. Right? First of all, more of an ocean. Second of all, <laughs> I think I was, I was complaining to Pablo that it's not, I don't know what kind of branding this is. Do you, really, do you really want people thinking of lake water when they're drinking your beer? No. Although it is the Great Lakes Brewery, so it, it's on theme, technically. But that oh, just like, sounds suspicious. That's, that's like if I had... Uh, um, a company called oh, Cannibal Mystery Meat. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's like the same. Great Lakes Brewery. Like, I wonder what's in their uh, <laughs> their, their namesake. Pretty good though for American IPA. Like, yeah, it's Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> I was bringing it back to positive. Yeah. <laughs> it is good. Yeah, this is supposed to be a sponsor friendly section. Yeah, but Keegan, you're really bad at this. Every week, <laughs> tell us how you really. Yeah, feel. I don't yeah, like a lot it. of beers. No, but this one, I like the strong. Yeah, yeah, it's good. What do you think, Amon? It's uh, it's good. No, no flavors. No, nothing's really popping out at me. But it's it's mm-hmm. just like a good all around beer. Like it's it's smooth. I'm, yeah, I, I have no issue with it. Just nothing's really popping out, which mm. is which is interesting because usually when we have craft beer, there's there's something. There's, yeah, there's mm-hmm. some like specific descriptor we can use. But I'm 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 drawing a blank for this one. It's kind of sweet for an IPA, isn't it? Taste a little, sweet. yeah, a little bit, especially yeah. for a seven percent. Yeah, 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 for yeah sure. exactly. Yeah. So this beer, a lot of the well, all the Bose beers we try have food pairings. Great Lakes also does food pairings, oh. and and I'll give you a hint because we've we've done this before. We go through food pairings and get everyone to guess what food they think would be paired well with this beer. Right. And I'll get, I'll let you know that there are a few, so you can kind of scatter shot. You might hit something. There are a few different ones here, and they're pretty varied. Okay. So, Amon, what do you what do you think? Uh, I'm going to say uh, chicken breast with asparagus and potatoes. Mm-hmm. Is that is that mm-hmm. too specific? I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm just hungry. That's good. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say roast lamb. Oh, okay. definitely okay. roast lamb. Yep. Yeah. Uh, how about? Trying to think of something lakey, like a trout. <laughs> is a trout a lake fish? I was thinking that too. I was yeah, yeah. To okay, I'll go broiled trout with asparagus broiled. and potatoes. Huh. What, what, why you got to copy, me, man? Nah, I just want to cover, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so the first one on the list is roast lamb shanks. Whoa, no, that's no, good. You're lying. <laughs> that's insane. Second one. Second one's pad thai. Nice. Third yes. one, spicy fish tacos. Fish. Oh, there you go, man. That's two for three. And, and then there's carrot cake, apple tart, and then cheeses. So there's no... Say Cheez-Its? Cheeses. Oh, cheese. Gorgonzola and Chev. How am I the odd man out here? Come on, man. It doesn't make sense. You Don't got say no come chill. on, man, here. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, good yeah, well job, done. guys. Yeah. Cool. yeah, that's all right. <laughs> nice. That's cool. I didn't realize they did the, the food pairings. Yeah. 
okay. Well, thanks for that, Rob. Uh, Pablo, the way yes. we like to start off the podcast is we like to learn sort of the backstory of our guests. So can you give us a, sort of a, a rundown, as it were, of what, you know, sort of how you got to where you are? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I grew up in Ottawa. Okay, um, whereabouts? I live in the West End, so I went to elementary school out in Crystal Beach. Uh, I went to high school also in the West End, and then I ended up going to Carleton. Oh. So I've lived in Ottawa for pretty much my whole life. Sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. So definitely have strong ties to the community. A lot of my family and uh, all my friends are uh, they're based here, so you know, Ottawa's definitely home. Awesome. Sure. Yeah. But... <laughs> But yeah, you. So the other big thing you, you're you're say, you're kind of describing yourself as a homebody almost, but you're not from though. from what I've learned about you in the last forty eight yeah. hours. Or so it's anything but true. You're you right. go everywhere. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I should explain. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> I just returned. Uh, I've just got back to Canada. I was fifteen months abroad. Yeah. So I was living in Australia for about one year. Um, I spent about thirteen months there in total, and then I kind of traveled my way slowly back to Canada just uh, since last September. So I'm back in Ottawa now, and I'm kind of back for the foreseeable future, for now anyway. So I'm kind of need to, like, reacquaint myself with the city. Sure. That, the uh, country even. Yeah, yeah I yeah. guess so, yeah, yeah in go. some ways. Yeah. Um, but even in, like, the year and a half that I've been gone, like, I, I think Ottawa's changed a little bit. Okay. And mm-hmm. you know, especially with, like, Lansdowne, what's what's happened there with all the uh, development and the uh, success of the sports franchises. It's definitely sure. like a different vibe of Ottawa than when I left. Right, could yeah. you, could you give like sort of, sort of compare what was it like when you left and, and what was it like or what have you noticed so far? Yeah. So obviously Lansdowne's a one. one yeah. Lansdowne's a big one. Yeah. Uh, Cause I mean, I went to a lot of red blacks and fury games when uh, it was their first season, but uh, there was still a lot of development going on. Um, I think there's uh there's a few places that have popped up uh, downtown around Elgin and in the market and also places that aren't there anymore. Uh, a few few places that have been around uh, for ages. Uh, I haven't seen, uh, I think Mellows is one that's yeah, uh, close yeah. down in the market. That's huge news, yeah. Exactly. It's been around for like ages, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But um, yeah, I think, uh, I, I think Lansdowne is a big one. Okay. That adds to like the food and drinking culture in Ottawa that's kind of changing and growing. Sure. Yeah, Have sense. you been down there at all? I did. I went down to, I think it's called The Local. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Local, yeah. Um, I've heard a couple of good things about some other spots down there, but I like The Local. That was a, that was a cool place to go grab a beer and yeah, some yeah. food. Yeah. Match is probably pretty busy, like during yeah. games. And, <laughs> yeah. oh, Very busy right. most of the time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Games are not really. Yeah. <laughs> In the summer, they have bocce ball on the um, no way. Yeah, outside patio. Yeah, yeah, I, do. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm great at, at bocce. I'm pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Italian background, right? So, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that'll do it. There you go. Cool. Uh, so, uh, what were you doing uh, over your travels? Like, why, why Australia? Um, don't really have a great reason why. Uh, <laughs> I, I think at one point, uh, like I've done a few trips. I've traveled. I've been to Europe a couple times. Uh, backpack Costa Rica. <clears throat> been to Iceland. And at some point, I kind of wanted to take on backpacking as a bit of like a lifestyle, just yeah. to try it out. Sure. Long term. And then looking at a globe, I kind of realized that the farthest place from home, like if you were just to dig a hole straight into the earth, mm, you'd yeah. probably come out of the other side somewhere around Western Australia. Yeah. Mm. So I always Perth, thought... Is that what you said before, Rob? 
That was the closest, I think. Closest. Yeah. There you go. You if Perth. you if yeah. you left if you tunneled straight through Perth, you would hit somewhere else in Canada. Yeah. But if you tunnel through Ottawa, the closest thing you'll hit is Perth. Like right. somewhere in the ocean right off Perth. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And so oddly enough, <clears throat> I ended up living near Perth uh, for oh. about three months. I was working on vineyards out in Western Australia. So I, I actually made it to like that other That's awesome. side yeah. of the world. Yeah, it was really cool. It was a neat experience. Yeah, not bad. Uh, what, what, what's it like working? Well, for, first of all, yeah, sorry. You, you decided to backpack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so where, where did you go backpacking? Like just within sort of Perth area or like all over Australia or, or more than that? Uh, well, I should explain that like Canadians are pretty fortunate. We can do a lot of working holidays, working holiday visas yeah, around right. the world. Okay. So Australia is a country that uh, recognizes this, New Zealand, uh, France, Chile. Canadians can go quite a few different places around the world. I chose Australia for this because obviously English speaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I went out there in August of t- 2014, uh, I actually flew to Sydney. And in Sydney, um, I checked out the city for a few weeks, uh, ended up meeting some people, um, and ended up doing a road trip of the East Coast for about two months. Oh, wow. And uh, Australia is a pretty expensive country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I knew that going kind of going into it. Sure. That's why... Working holiday is, is a good idea if you're going to go to Australia. Um, and after a couple of months, slowly started to kind of run out of money, run out of funds. Mm. So I ended up uh, in Melbourne City, and that's where I kind of started job hunting and I ended up living there for about eight months. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um, I did get to do uh, some backpacking, in a sense, in, in Australia, road tripping the East Coast. Yep. Um, but I also wanted to be able to like have a little bit of a lifestyle somewhere. Right. right. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Pa- Pablo, could you describe the uh, maybe the process or what a working holiday is? It's because it's something that I didn't know about until maybe like a month ago. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's really awesome. It's like um, it's an opportunity if you're between the age of eighteen to, in some cases, thirty one, in some cases, thirty five, depending on the country. Uh, you can apply for a working holiday visa um, in a country like Australia, and what that um, permits you is you can basically go over there uh, for a period of one year. Uh, you can stay for 12 months and you can work any job. Um, if for Australia, it's a bit different. You can work any job for up to six months. Hmm. I think they do that as a way okay. to maybe protect Australian jobs for Aussies right. and not too many foreign workers are in these positions for too long. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, it, it's something for students uh, who either finish high school or you know post-secondary education. It's a really good opportunity to go experience living in a different part of the world in a different culture somewhere else. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So I highly recommend it. Um, I didn't really know much about it when I was in uni. Um, it's something that I figured out a little bit later on as I kind of developed a desire to travel and, and go places. Mm-hmm. And then once I heard about the working holiday, you know, even though I had a job, a full-time <laughs> job in Ottawa, and I was living a pretty fulfilling life here, you know, something was missing. And I think that was, that was traveling. Right. Right. Yeah. Do you have another working holiday planned or or another place you want to go um how it works in australia is if uh you get the one year and if you do three months of what they call agricultural work um so this could be picking fruit uh, working at cattle stations or in my case i worked at vineyards uh they'll let you actually extend for a second year or you can return uh before you turn 31 for Mm -hmm. another working holiday so i've done that um so i can go back to australia at some point Mm -hmm. oh that's great that's awesome would you consider another spot or, or Australia as a place to go? Uh, for you? I, I think at some point I'd love to check out New Zealand. 
Yep. Um, not just as a tourist, but um, maybe just spend a significant amount of time there. Just because uh, in New Zealand it has more of a similar landscape to like what's out in Western Canada. Yep. Like, they have mountains there and ocean, which Australia doesn't have too many mountains, right? Right. Yeah. Interesting. So that might be an option. Cool. Can I ask a question about like you said you got there and you met some people and ended up going on a road trip within a span of few weeks to a couple months yeah it was three weeks in sydney how, so how did you go about that were you staying in a hostel or something where there were people or were you just kind of on the streets and meeting people because <laughs> i'm always intrigued because i am i'm super introverted i yeah if people come up and talk to me i can but if i went to another city i would probably just like go into a coffee shop and sit there and maybe like sit on my phone or something but how did you go about meeting people uh i'm super shy like in in real life mm-hmm. and uh you know, I'd stayed in hostels and met people that way before, but this was like the first time I was really like on my own. Sure. Like, didn't know really anyone in Sydney. Um, so I checked myself into a hostel uh, in King's Cross uh, area of Sydney. And at first, um, this hostel, like I, I think I remember the first day as being like the, it was like the, the WTF moment. It was just like, what am I doing here? <laughs> I walked in this hostel and I had booked a room that was like, a, it was a 14 person dorm. Okay. And oh, it was Lord. just like, all it was was just like a narrow hallway with bunk beds <laughs> everywhere. Like you couldn't put anything, you couldn't put your backpack down. There was no room to to move. Sure. So when I walked into that place, I was pretty shocked. And, you know, I'm like, what am I doing here? This is a terrible mistake. I mm-hmm. should just go home right now. <laughs> um, but uh took a few days to kind of, you know, be recognized in the hostel. I, I booked in kind of long term for a couple of weeks just to feel it out. And then people will start to recognize you and... You know, you're making breakfast in the kitchen one day and, you know, you might start up conversations that way or on nights out, people are usually pretty outgoing and people are great in hostels. If they see you kind of sitting on your own, they'll approach you to come and join their group. So after about three weeks in Sydney, just kind of checking out, exploring the city, uh, the different beaches, the the bars, um, the laneway bars, the, uh, it's got a really, really great nightlife in Sydney. After about three weeks of that, um, it was time to either settle down and look for a job or kind of go off and travel and see things. Mm. And I was really fortunate. I met uh, a few lads from uh, from Yorkshire. Uh, there was a Kiwi guy and a Scottish guy that we wow. just kind of decided one night that, you know, let's hire out some cars and let's go do a little bit of a road trip. And that's what we did up uh, up the East Coast. Not bad. That's really awesome. Cool. Did did I see somewhere that you we we Rob and I were talking about this before? You met somebody. You met like a, a celebrity or or a sports star. Danny Bouchard, maybe. Uh, y- yeah. There's something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Walk us through it. Uh, this was uh in 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 Melbourne City. Um, it's actually around this time <laughs> last year. Uh, I didn't actually get to meet Jeannie Bouchard, but there was, uh, I guess you could say, uh, an incident with um, uh, <laughs> a, a picture, a selfie that kind of mm. uh, went viral on the internet, I suppose. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, Australian Open is, it happens every January in, in Melbourne, and Melbourne's a very, it's a mega sports city. Right. Like, it has everything. It's got Aussie Open, uh, Formula One, the Aussie Rules Football, Rugby League, Rugby Union, mm-hmm. the golf, like it. It gets everything. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I think they just had UFC in November. Oh. They did. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we went to the Aussie Open, and you know, it happened beyond while uh, me and another uh, one of my buddies, Taylor, uh, Taylor Fat, he's from Stittsville, and we were living in, in Melbourne at the same time. He was doing a, 
his own Australia trip. And oh, so this is separate. Totally separate. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. And, uh, I knew him from home, but yeah. uh, we both kind of ended up in, in living in Melbourne and working at the same time. And at the time, uh, we kind of just decided that we needed to go and see Jeannie and support her. Mm-hmm. You know, Ranish was playing too, but uh, I think for obvious reasons, we were a little bit more interested in, in <laughs> yeah. seeing Jeannie. Yeah, that's right. Um, so we went and checked it out and this was literally the first and still the only tennis match I've ever seen in my life. And like, it's the one that I guess a lot of people have now heard about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what happened was I sent Taylor to get tickets, um, one afternoon while uh, I was working and he, uh, he managed to get some, some seats kind of courtside near the, the player's tunnel. So we went in for a genie's match. We like painted our faces, brought our flags, um, and it was a great match. She won. Uh, she beat uh, Kiki Burton's, I think it was. She's a Dutch uh, tennis player. Okay. It was a really great match, but Jeannie played well. And this was like the, the same match where there was a bit of controversy because there was a presenter at the end of the match who asked Jeannie to do a twirl. Oh, oh yeah. I yeah. remember that. Yeah. yeah. So the, it was really awkward. And sure. Oh, no. Yeah. I, Jeannie played it off like really well. Like she was kind of laughing about it. Um, but I think a lot of people thought it was maybe a bit... Uh, Maybe a bit degrading. And, sure, of course. Yeah. So I thought it was super awkward, but whatever. Yeah. So shortly after that, she kind of came over to where we were seated by the uh, the player's tunnel. And uh, we were a bit high up because um, Taylor had a flag signed by a lot of people, a uh, Canadian flag, and he really wanted to get it signed by Jeannie, but we were just up too high to like right. ask for an autograph. So as she was coming in, we somehow got her attention, and uh, she kind of looked up at us. And as she did that, you know, before she could even say anything, Taylor was leaning over the rail and dropping his phone into her hand. And like, if you follow Jeannie on Instagram, she takes a lot of selfies and cool pictures. So yeah, she she knew what to do straight away. Her her selfie game is on point. You know, she can do it. It's yeah. She's got mad selfie game. So, and it was so perfect because like, I think someone in the crowd had also handed her like a koala. So she Mm. had like the camera, Taylor's phone and she turned around holding this koala and she took this like selfie picture. And we're in the background with some guys in the yeah. genie army who we were se- seated with. Yeah. And we thought it was pretty funny, pretty cool. Until uh, uh, I didn't think too much about it until I tweeted it out and sent her a message. I know I said, thanks for the photo or something. And I guess she responded and retweeted it. <laughs> so didn't, I didn't think too much of it on the day. But the well, next day, obviously with the time zone, um, you know, being half or literally on the other side of the world, I wake up the next day and I go into work and I've got like all these emails and all these notifications. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, who, who died? You know, (laughs) yeah, I guess uh, (laughs) what happened. And then, uh, people are sending me all these like news clips and articles. Like it was on Sportsnet. It's on like CBC. Everyone's talking about it. And me and Taylor are just, you know, in Australia. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, what do you do with that? (laughs) How, How is this possible? Yeah. So it was really bizarre, but it was, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I think it was a lot of fun for people back home who knew us to kind of see our faces yeah, for sure. uh, yeah, on the news or um, on Canada AM even. So, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It was really... Uh, it really made the circuit. It did. It did. <laughs> so unfortunately, that was like the only match uh, we went to because um, we were pretty broke. Like right, we yeah. kind of live in the backpacker life in, in Melbourne. So uh, we didn't get to go to any matches, any more matches. Right. Would have liked to. But Jeannie's down there right now. I think she's in Tassie. Um, they're kind of getting ready for the Aussie Open back in Melbourne, I think, in about a week, in okay. a week and yeah. a bit. Yep. 
So she's had a bit of a rough year since since Australia. She had some injuries. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah, she like I think she gave herself a concussion at the U.S. Open. Ooh. She just kind of oh, slipped Lord. and fell in the locker room. Oh, I heard about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she's had a bit of a rough go since uh, since last year. Yeah, I guess so. But uh, hopefully that uh, she gets back on it and sure. has a good show in this tournament. That yeah, makes sense. Man, yeah. that's that's amazing. Yeah, it's a great story. Uh, <laughs> a bit bizarre, yeah. yeah. <laughs> bizarre is a good word for it. Uh, with that, let's move to a segment. Keegan, what's Classic Ottawa? Classic Ottawa is our news segment where we keep our, our listeners informed as to what is going on in the greater Ottawa area. That's a new, a new tag I'm working on. <laughs> okay. Sounds pretty good. It's not the, great. The city of Ottawa is looking for public input on expanding their non-smoking bylaws to include e-cigarettes and vapor pens. The committee will look at issues such as health concerns and PSAs on how to lo- how to not look like a tool. <laughs> I let it sit there. Um, online debate is, has a connection to a local dog apparel company. The debate was on whether or not dog pants should cover all four legs, a product which Muddy Mutts has sold for years. This conveniently also settles the debate on what's the worst business idea in Ottawa. <laughs> <laughs> Ottawa teachers will get an extra PD day, which they negotiated in their new contract. This raises the age-old question: What's worse, a full day of meetings or teaching kids? Teaching kids. I don't know. I I really dislike meetings. I have like great, I have great disdain. And you're also a teacher, like that. You chose to teach kids. <laughs> Pablo, what do you think? What, what are you pro meetings? I'm very anti meeting. Anti yeah. meeting too. What about meetings about meetings? <laughs> oh, those are the those? worst. Like a pre-meeting. That, that's yeah. a that's a real thing. Yeah, like what's the like what's the uh, what what are those called officially? Pre-meetings. Pre-meeting. Yeah. Pre-meeting to the meeting. Yeah. yeah. The worst. Crazy. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> turn off my phone almost fast. That was kind of weird. Uh, Ottawa Tourism wants the federal government to return Winterlude and Canada Day to the National Capital Commission. True to form, the NCC agrees with this, adding they should also get control of OC Transpo, Ottawa. And eventually the world. <laughs> and finally, an Ottawa teen has been charged with stunt driving just five days after he, after he received his G2. The young man was caught going 150 in an 80 zone in what police are calling the worst driving trick they've ever seen. Nice. It's not great. That's all right. Because it's stunt, I get it. All right. Yeah, I guess. Because they, it's that's, so fast. That's the official charge is stunt. But I thought there was a charge for street racing. But if you go I think there has to be another car. I don't think so. Because when they raised it to like maybe five or six years ago, they changed the law saying if you're over 50, it's 50 over the limit. Yeah. Yeah. Over the limit. It's technically street racing. Huh. And you can actually go to jail. Maybe they changed the term. I'm not sure. Yeah. Or maybe street racing seems weird if you're just by yourself. Yeah. I mean, racing. You could be trying to set your own time. Yeah, it's a time trial. Time trial. (laughs) But that's also. You ever play Mario Kart by yourself? It seems more like stunt driving. (laughs) But. Do you want to have this debate right now? No, would you say say Usain Bolt is doing a stunt when he's running the fastest run, like sprinter? Is that a stunt or is that speeding? He's usually racing other people. No, like he's practicing. Yeah. Okay, well, I I guess trial runs, but in in an official form. Yeah. I would say this is not. It wouldn't be a stunt unless you did like a backflip. You know what I've learned from this more than anything else is that <laughs> Keegan spends his time playing Mario Kart alone with <laughs> <Yeah>. no competitors. <laughs> time trial. There was a time when I was doing that because you can uh, play like the ghost, yeah, version of yourself. Yeah. yeah. You know? Is this on the Wii or the, the Wii U? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm up to date. <laughs> Next level. 
Yeah. You know where I went recently was uh, was a place called Pixels. Uh, so one of the things that you might have noticed coming back uh, to Canada or Ottawa, Pablo, yeah. is the number of escape rooms that are here now. Okay. Have you heard of escape rooms, yeah. or do you know, do you know uh, about them? I, I've I've seen them. Yeah. Um, so, so I mean, it's exactly what you think of. Yeah. You're put in a room for let's say an hour or forty five minutes or whatever. You're trying to get out yeah. and whatever. But Escape Manor is on Queen and Bank, and in that building, there's a there's a bar called Pixels, and mm-hmm. I went there on the weekend, and they have. They might sometimes charge cover, but anyway, you go there, you get a beer, you pretty much sit there, and you have an N64. They have, um, I think they have a Wii U. They might have like the Xbox or PlayStation, I'm not sure. But basically, you just go and play video games. That's awesome. It's kind of cool. Yeah. It's cool. Anyway. And they also, they stream esports. Like, it's an esports bar, so you can go yeah. and watch people play. Or when there's big League uh, of Legends tournaments. Or, uh, <laughs> wow. I don't, that's the only big one I that, know. That that fascinates me. That the fact that that's an actual thing. It's crazy. Not it's, only like they fill arenas with people watching, yeah, but that yeah. you can watch Halo World too. Cup. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah. Oh, like a competitive FIFA World Cup. Like the, the whole world of competitive gaming that's is like cool. massive. Yeah, yeah. people yeah. do competitive Pokemon now. They they do it in like Hawaii. Like there's like a big like tournament. with real. Pokemon? No, with like the games oh. connect over. That's even weirder. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure if that's weirder, but yeah, <laughs> yeah you could go to Hawaii and stuff. So, it's cool, crazy. Yeah, and you, and you can make a lot of coin from this too. Like yeah. there was yeah. like a, I read a story about some parents who found out their kid is so good at this game that he he won a million dollar prize or something like that. Like wow, it's pretty lucrative. That's man. insane. Oh, yeah. yeah, not for me though. So there's no. that. Are you a gamer, uh, Pablo? Uh, I am. I am. I think I'm more of like a nostalgic gamer, though. Yeah, yeah I get that. Um, so, like, I love the old 64 games. Yep. Sega Genesis of course. was my jam back yeah. in the day. What, right. are, what are some classic games for you? Uh, like gold standards of man, games I've from that era. I've logged a lot of hours on, like, Nint- Nintendo, Mario Kart, and GoldenEye. GoldenEye, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a classic. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still actually just, you know, like I said, I just got back home, so I'm just kind of sore now in my life but uh I, I whipped out the old ps2 just a few days ago to play some grand theft auto like the oh, classic dude. grand theft auto first, yeah. oh, wow. the first one or the second one? uh gta 3 3 yeah well, i didn't even know that was on ps2 interesting oh yeah of course oh, man have you played san, san andreas i've not that, that, that might be my favorite one that game like ruined my life like at 17 and i had my ps2 and i just played san andreas like f- nine hours a day and then go to work for eight hours a day at some crappy job and then sleep for whatever the <laughs> remainder is. You know what turned me off of San Andreas was I think there was a portion of the game where like you had to go to the gym and work out in the game. Oh, oh yeah. And yeah. I was like, okay, no, forget about it. And then I came back and realized you didn't actually need to do it. Yeah, they just goes. told you to, but you just kind of ignore. <laughs> but I'm like, that's kind of, yeah, exactly. I think I use the cheat codes because I'm like, okay, <laughs> sure. I, it seems kind of pathetic that I'm yeah. working out in this game. I, I felt the same way about <laughs> yeah. San Andreas. Yeah, there you <laughs> so go. That's kind of weird. Thumbs are just super jacked. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, oh, good, good times. Pablo, you have a travel blog. Do you want to talk about, you know, um, taking these experiences and digitizing them? Yeah, yeah. Um, like kept it for like a, a little while. I think it started maybe a year or two ago. Um, just kind of like documenting, like mostly for friends and family. It kind of started right. off as. Um, but uh, when I was traveling, I actually I, I didn't really contribute much to the blog. Mm-hmm. I kind of, you know, just was living in the moment keeping things kind of like 
personal and just enjoying the experiences that happen. But now that I'm back and you know, I'm going through photos and I've got like literally thousands and thousands of photos, hours of like right. video media. Right. Mm-hmm. So eventually I'll, I'll probably be getting around pretty soon to, to updating that. Nice. Posting nice. on the blog. But um, yeah, just, you know, mm-hmm. share some experiences. Yeah. And um, some of are more personal than others. Uh, but, you know, every now and then you get a, you, you publish a post and someone will leave a positive comment or say, hey, thanks for that recommendation. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So that, that makes it uh, pretty worthwhile in the end. Yeah. Do you do uh, like travel tips? You know, like I find uh, myself in particular, I'm very new to traveling and I know there are all sign- all kinds of like cheat codes almost or, or best ways to get tickets to something or trains versus planes in Europe. You know, are there any things that you have found that you would tell travelers in general or travelers going to Australia or even travelers on a budget or backpacking? Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, I think what ends up being the most expensive is if you're doing your backpacking long-term flights right. tend to be really expensive. So you kind of learn how to use websites like Skyscanner or, um, Google flights is another good one. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of learn to cross reference those with what the actual, uh, airlines are charging on their websites to get, you know, the most value. Right. Um, but I, I, you know, there's a lot of information already out there, like on a lot of different blogs. On right. you know, uh, if you just Google like what do I need for my first backpack trip or what do I need to backpack Europe, you know, chances are someone's already been talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, personally, like a lot of people do ask me that question. Like, you know, let's say I'm going on a trip or I'm going backpacking. Like, what do you, you know, what do you recommend? What what, what do I need to know? Yeah. And to be honest, like I, I just I kind of. It's not a great answer, but I, I tell them, you know, nothing. Like, you kind of <laughs> go out there and you learn by doing you. That's part of the experience is just kind of leaving your comfort zone and uh, learning a little bit about yourself and how, you know, what backpacking is like. You just learn through experience. Right. Don't so, overthink it. Yeah. No, totally. That I mean, just sense. just have a backpack, a ticket, your passport. Like, that's all you need. Yeah, mm-hmm. makes sense. Hmm. So, so now that you're back in Ottawa, what what's sort of the... The plan going forward, or or is there something like, uh, is there something that you missed in particular that you 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 rushed to and you you either got done or you want to get done or or, or something? Um, I came when I was living in Australia. I was I was dangerously close to flying back home for the last Sens playoff run. Oh yeah, um, yeah. When they when they went on that run yep. last year in the regular season, I said they're going to win the Stanley Cup. Sure, they're, they're going to win right. the Stanley Cup, and yeah. I'm in Australia. <laughs> so it was really That's close. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think um, I factored that into my decision. I want to be home for another, uh, hopefully, a, a playoff run this year. That would be really cool. But I just love Ottawa in the summer. Yep. Like Ottawa in July, you know, we have the Blues Fest and Canada and all that. But it's just, you know, we have great weather here. Yep. And it's nice to do things outside and the festivals and like Rib Fest and just the buzz around the city. Yep. Right. Hope Beach Volleyball. Like I want to be here for that. Makes sense. So I think I'll be sticking around Ottawa for the next few months, enjoy a little bit about summer, catching up with uh, friends and trying to like intimately reacquaint myself with the city. Because I, I do love Ottawa. It's, it is home, but I, I think it's a really, really awesome city. Yeah. Um, so I do want to check out you know, some new places that friends have been talking about. I think you were mentioned before the Escape Manor thing. Yeah. I haven't done that, but another trend, I guess you could say, that I saw while I was gone is and I've never seen this before, and I still don't really understand it. But um, maybe you guys have done it. But paint nights, oh, I have in Ottawa. My wife has done it, but I think Canada's wife too, right? Our wives, yeah. yeah. There you go. 
It's yeah. weird. I think it's it, I think it's mostly female, but I guess any <laughs> weird like artists would oh, like if you, if you like art or if you're interested yeah. in painting more, you go. But it seems weird to me. But I don't really like I don't paint anything, so yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. But yeah, so I think they've just every time there's a group on for it, they just get one yeah. every few months, and then, so it costs. It actually costs money. Like yeah, it's, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, there's it's an instructor. Not a lot of money, but. There's an instructor, and they have it. They they paint a painting, and you try to kind of match it. And wow. they, they teach you different things about painting, mm-hmm. but it's really oh, cool. cool. Yeah. All right, yeah. It, it almost seems like they they teach you a certain style or, or or way. Like like they teach you the process because a lot of them end up looking very very similar. Yes. Rather than just having a picture be like paint this because everybody's just gonna look like a mess. Mm-hmm. It, I think they teach you tricks yeah. on this is what you need to do. Yeah. But it's it's yeah. kind of a big thing. So is this something like would it be weird if I went to a paint night like just as like a single dude? I don't think so. Yeah. It might be smart. It might be. It's, uh, yeah, it's like women's studies class. If, if, yeah. if you go to a place yeah. that's mostly women. And you're, I guess you'd have to be good at painting or at least have some skill of painting. Yeah. Or be you could so like, bad. It would be a, like pity. Yeah. I think it's yeah, the You pity, could break yeah. the ice the pity, and be yeah. like, yeah. yeah, can you can you teach me? I, like, I didn't I didn't hear, like, I didn't quite get that. <laughs> this, this would be an interesting icebreaker. Is this turning into a dating advice segment? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> pick up chicks. Yeah. Uh, but I have a friend who is an artist and she saw, because my, my wife went to one of those and posted a picture. And my friend saw and uh, and privately messaged me. And was horrified at uh, horrified like the concept. You know, well, artists are uh, <laughs> temperamental, but she was horrified at the. I guess she was saying it like flies on the face of art. You know, just like sitting down and copying what. But it's not copying. Someone else does. I, I don't think exactly that's what copying because you're not taking a finished product. They they go through every step of the way and they teach you different techniques, right. and then you go through and try that technique on your own. It's but like I mean, the ideal. The ideal situation there is the person finishes their painting and you have an identical painting. I, I don't know that it is because everything's open so. to interpretation. It, it would look similar. Like it would be the, of the same scene. It would be like, oh, somebody's painted the Golden Gate Bridge, so I'm not going to paint the Golden Gate Bridge. Like you're going to paint it differently because it's going to be from you. But not intentionally differently. You're trying to mimic the, yeah. the person. Yeah, but you can say the same thing about impression art, hmm. right? Somebody drawing an apple. Mm-hmm just mimicking what's in front of them right but i think that a more fair comparison would be someone drawing a drawing of an apple in some cases yeah i don't i don't actually know because i know they've done there was one where they did a bridge it might have even been the golden gate bridge but there was the one, one julia one did, did. <laughs> there was a flower too and i don't Rob know if it was tell. a real flower or if it was a painting oh i don't know i didn't there you go. it was night i don't know i told anna she should have drew like a person jumping off the golden yeah, Gate bridge definitely. in the distance you but could just add one it, it's one of those things where oh it seems That's like dark. it would be it's not a review <laughs> it seems like it would be like a funny thing to go to one of those and uh. mess with it but i think you know socially it would be a crazy thing to do yeah. you know like everyone is doing the same thing and you f- just feel that that pressure i guess to uh to not deviate mm. i'd just be so terrible at it though like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but but yeah <laughs> that's just because of almost inability not because you're trying to yeah. sabotage mm-hmm. it maybe we should all go that'd we should go you know what I, that, that, that's all i've learned from this portion of and, the podcast and we should record we it all yeah <laughs> Maybe not record it because that doesn't make for good podcasting. But we could do it while no, like get recording some, oh, yeah. the podcast. Yeah, get some video awesome. going on. That makes sense. Have an uh, artist. We could have an artist get some canvases. We oh, could have it go. here. Have our own little paint night. So let's talk about that. Yeah, offline. <laughs> Obviously, uh, another, another <laughs> friend even... uh, is there are two like things that that sort of started up in Ottawa uh, of late, and it seems kind of like a weird trend, but it's kind of fun. One of them is uh, archery tag, literally bow and arrows. Okay. 
uh, with like cushions on the on the end, yeah. and you're literally like lined up against you know another team, uh, and you're shooting each other with arrows. Wow! So that's a thing. Okay, axe throwing is a thing now. I've heard of this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. axe throwing has been a thing for a really long no, time. No, but I, but I mean, yeah. like, like recreational axe throwing, yeah. exactly. <laughs> And uh, and anyway, that's that's another thing that yeah, that uh, one looks cool. So. I think I saw pictures of a friend's like bachelor or bachelorette party they went to yeah. someplace in Toronto for axe throwing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, not, like, it's not cheap, but it's it's yeah, right. it seems cool. You could recreate it in your backyard, a lot less safe, but a lot cheaper. Mm, yeah, I don't recommend it. Or in you're in your kitchen, yeah. maybe. <laughs> Keegan. <laughs> oh yeah, anyway. we, we, yeah. We had a knife throwing competition in my kitchen. <laughs> oh, I, nice. I had an internal debate whether to say it up loud or not. So I'm like, I was going to go. Yeah. This yeah. podcast is a work of fiction. It is. We were, yeah. we were trying to hit a, a pineapple. Yeah. What, one of us. I, I, I might have hit it. I think I, I hit it. I think we hit it, but I hit you had s- to get it in. I hit my stove. Yeah. yeah. That's not good. Yeah. No, uh, it looked good. pretty cool, though. It, it, it did look cool. Yeah. It stuck in there. So. <laughs> but with that, let's go to our, uh, <laughs> our next segment. Uh, All right. Of a game, Keegan? Am I going to hate it? No, I think you're gonna like this one. Okay, good. As you guys know, I, I try to tailor games, and uh, we have to think Uh-oh. of a name for this segment where I make up games. But I'm tailoring games. I know Pablo, you spent a, a significant amount of time in Australia. I've never been. Amon's never been. Game on. It's awesome. Game I on. Go. I like that. Yeah. My, because my middle name is Game. Yeah. <laughs> no, nope. Uh, I've never been. Uh, so uh, we're gonna play a game called Australia. Or Austria. Wow. Oh, that's fun. Nice. Yeah. I'm intrigued. This is uh this segment sponsored by the website where I'm pulling all this data from. Country factsfindthedatacom That's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to those guys for for snatching up that sweet domain name. Uh, how it's gonna work, I'm gonna ask Pablo a question and he's uh, or I'll say a fact. You have to tell me if it describes Australia or Austria. Fair enough. And we'll switch to to Team Ottawa, and we'll keep a score. We'll go first to first to three or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'll just call it over whenever it's over. Yeah, <laughs> whenever our guest gets the lead, basically. That's yeah. what I've learned. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah guests usually win these games. But no, Pablo maybe not. has no issue. Maybe with not. This. Team Ottawa, you could pull it out this time. Okay, Pablo, maybe. your first question. Yep. This country, this country's capital city, is Vienna. It says Australia or Austria. That's a tough one. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Vienna. I mean oh. Austria. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Pablo, let's let's double check. You've never been to Austria, uh, no. So this is kind of like a stab in the dark, really. Hmm. Now, do they get a chance to answer this? No, question? no, no I'll no, give no. them a different question. I, can I make a prediction? What our questions are going to be a lot harder. No, I think. what? <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming I'm completely randomly. Pablo, a point. That there. was true. Vienna is. The capital. Do you guys know what the capital of Australia is? Yeah, do you guys know for bonus points? It's, it's Canberra, right? Oh, I thought it was Sydney. It's uh, No, it, it is Canberra. Oh. Yeah. I think, I've never I, even heard of that. I think Ottawa and Canberra are like the two forgotten capitals. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, sure. true. Yeah. Okay, Team Ottawa. The age of consent in this country <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> is 16. <sighs> Australia or Austria? I want to say Australia. I was going to say Australia. Austria, but we can go with Austria. Yeah, we need but a consensus for you guys. I'll take the victory if it's not. But you can go. Go Australia. That's, that's no, on what? You. That's on you. We're saying Australia. Right, fine. Australia. The answer is correct. I mean, that is correct. The answer is Australia. In <laughs> yes. Australia, is fourteen. Uh, I figured that was going to be the case. Is it fourteen in Canada actually, or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Consent. I think so. 
No. I think it is something like crazy. As long as they're low. both under 18. Like, as well, I think there's a couple year. Yeah. Oh. I think that's true. Yeah. We'll, we'll fact check it later. Are you pro consent? Wow. No. <laughs> move on. Don't even answer that, Pablo. Two sides. Go to okay. the next. Yeah. <laughs> that's a trap. All right, Pablo. What was that? <laughs> Your next question oh, is um, <laughs> This country has uh, the type of government they have is a parliamentary doc. <laughs> democracy. I was a documentary. <laughs> Parliamentary democracy. Australia or uh, Austria? Yeah, I'll say Australia for this one. Two points for Pablo. One more bad. point. Totaling to two. <laughs> Way to go, Pablo. All right, Team Ottawa. I'm getting your next question lined up. I'm going to guess. There's different tabs. Oh, oh my. Wow. Straight off the bat, I'm going to say Austria. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> The legislature size for this country is 183 members. Oh, that's man. Australia like or Austria? It doesn't sound like which? It doesn't sound like Austria, but I already committed to the answer. Oh. Do you, or, or I, I can't change my mind. I'm sorry. I'm saying Austria. Rob, you agree? <laughs> I, I will p- pledge the minority vote this time and say Australia, but we'll go with Austria. The answer is Austria, oh. 183. Wow. Australia, All 150. Right. Good call. Good call. Yeah. So the, I think the keys are going blind. <laughs> <laughs> Inexplicably, we are tied. Wow. This is not going how I want to go. Okay, Pablo, your question. This country's currency is the euro. Hmm. Is it Austria or Australia? I'm going to say Austria. Uh, it is Austria. Did I give you three Austria questions in a row? You may have. Oh, shoot. Okay. <laughs> three for, no, no, three no. for what, Pablo. One was uh, Australia, the parliamentary. Uh, that was yours. True. No, that was his. I think they were two. Yeah, parliamentary democracy. Parliamentary. Was, yeah. Oh, okay. were, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was I'm turning into Star Wars episode one here. All right. Finally. <laughs> uh, team Ottawa for the tie. The user rating on country-facts.findthedata.com <laughs> for this country is 4.4 out of 5 stars. <laughs> is it Australia or Austria? <laughs> I want to know what the user rating in the other country is. I'll tell you. I'll oh. guess. User rating. Oh, uh, this is going to be... Very important. They're both going to gonna be 4.4. What do you want to say? What do you think? I'm going to go with Austria. I'm going to say Australia. We, we have to... But, put, we, have, oh, but wh- we can go with Austria. What's the auto we'll go with answer. Austria. Okay. I'm sorry, Team Ottawa. The answer was Australia with a 4.4 rating. Okay. Austria, 5.0. Wow. Wow. Perfect rating. Okay. Who's given this this rating? It's Keegan. Keegan's Uh, been doing this all day. uh, Well, three people. (laughs) There were three reviews for Austria and 15 reviews for Austria. Now that's just like Mm -hmm. as a country as a whole? I guess, yeah. It doesn't really say. Austria gets five stars. (laughs) Not specific at all. But uh, with uh, a three to two victory. Wow. Pablo is our winner. Congrats, Pablo. Congrats. Yeah. That was stunning. Well Thank you. It's a big victory. I'm really impressed that you built this website in one day. It is a real really website. Nice. Yeah. We, we should link to it in the in the. Uh, the yeah, we, we can link to it. Okay. Yeah, I, I guess you will. Yeah. It seems kind of weird. But, People wanna, but yeah, if you want to learn more about uh, two sp- two different countries, <laughs> we, there's probably go to country-facts.findthedata.com. There's probably more than okay. two countries in there. Is there not? I mean, any two countries. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Or hopefully. Can you imagine? There's just, <laughs> There's just, just two. Australia and Austria. <laughs> so have you guys been to either Austria or Australia? I no, I haven't. Neither. neither. But I feel like I have now. Yeah. Got the experience. 
Are you going to go to Austria? <laughs> uh, I'd love to. I heard it's, uh, it is an expensive place to visit, but yeah. it would be pretty cool. Sure. Yeah, it would be. That makes sense. I hear it's great. <laughs> I hear it's 5.0. <laughs> it's got five stars, man. Like, <laughs> That's what you're reading. Uh, you, I, I, I hate to cut this short, but we're... Oh, man. We've, we've run over... <laughs> Thanks, man. We've run over time, I think. But yeah, we need but, a scapegoat. <laughs> I guess I'll, I'll take it. So I'm going to be the bad guy, and I'm going to say uh, thank you for joining us. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. Do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, maybe just... Uh, yeah, there's the blog. You know, just you can check it out. Uh, travelbeers.com. Follow me on the Instagram, uh, Pab613. Some Sweet. cool travel photos on mm. there. Yep. If I wanted to plug anything, though, like it would just be Australia. Like, uh, give it a go, you know, if you're... You know, a lot of students, especially in the city, who are finishing uni, if you're looking for something, something new, something different, check out, uh, look into it, work in a holiday, go abroad, and Australia's a great place to do it. Sure. Beauty. Sounds great. And Rob, where can the listeners find us? The listeners can find us at ottawatpodcast.com. We have our Ottawa News articles in there, and we have, our, obviously, our podcast episodes as well. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, search Ottawa. Uh, we're on Twitter at ottawatpodcast. Uh, you can go download or subscribe to the podcast at Stitcher Radio or just search Ottawa on iTunes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, if you want to send us an email, if you, if you have a news story or an event coming up, or you think you know a guest that we should have, then uh, you can send us an email at mail at ottawapodcast.com as well. Okay. Uh, there's a sponsor as well. But before we get to that, uh, we... Uh, so, Pablo, we write uh, satire, satirical art news yes. articles, I guess, for as part of Ottawa News. And recently, we wrote a, an article, uh, and we spoke about it briefly, I think, last we week. We did, yeah. But uh, we wrote an article about uh, a construction worker finding, like, while digging the LRT tunnels, the light rail transit yeah, uh, or okay. train I, I saw this tunnels. online, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they found a, a complete subway system. And this kind of blew up a little bit. And we got, uh, you know, a lot of people seem to believe it and lost complete faith in their politicians or already yeah. didn't have faith in their politicians. <laughs> I think that's the key. Yeah, that might have been it. <laughs> but what's interesting is that, uh, so I, I, either at the beginning or at some point, you know, our comment section for that story was sort of not active. And uh, so somebody really felt the need to give us some feedback. So we have a feedback form about the podcast itself, not the news article, where we ask for sound quality, content, things of that sort. So I'm going to get Rob to read out what uh, has been our first review in, in, a, in a long time, in, in because we haven't really been promoting it, yeah. but, but the option's still there on the site. So feel free, to uh, listeners, feel free to, to, to rate us. But uh, Rob, let us know uh, how this guy rated us. I'm trying to stall. I know because I'm trying to very find. Long I'm time trying to, to find. find it. There it is. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I, we we okay. had a few for a while. We had we were talking about getting reviews and all that, yeah. and people did for a while, and we got some good feedback. As our sound quality has gotten better, as our sort of ability to keep a podcast structure together has gotten yeah. better, these things have have uh, increased slowly. But this this one we got on January fourth at nine fifty nine a.m. was. I- not good. And we said that we would read good or bad reviews. Mm-hmm, we did. So here we go. So uh, first question is, how enjoyable did you find the podcast? We got a 10. We got a 10 for that. 10 out of 10. In theory. Uh, yeah. Okay. 10 out of 10. Yeah. How informative did you find the podcast? That's a, that's a hard one. Sound, <laughs> sound quality of the podcast, another hard one. That, and again, I don't think they actually listened. I no. think this is for the news article. And, so. and, and we learn why in a second. Yeah. 
So uh, they didn't answer the question, would you like to hear more or less of? What would you like to hear more or less of on the podcast? They, they don't care because they didn't listen, apparently. Uh, overall, what did you think of the podcast? They said you are disseminating misinformation. <laughs> the story of the subway found under the LRT on December 29th is a lie. And then there is a link to an article that is also a rewrite of a blog post talking about an abandoned subway in L.A., where, which is where we sourced our picture from. Yeah. But that is not the basis of our story. That's no. just literally just the picture. Yeah. So uh, it is a lie. That's true. We we were disseminating some some satire. <laughs> and uh, what did you find enjoyable or not is the next question. Uh, this guy or girl said uh, it was fun tracking down your hoax, and then posted a link to the our our post on Ottawa News. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, next question: What did you find informative or not? It was a lie. That's, that's it. <laughs> that was a response. <laughs> any, and finally, any thoughts on sound quality? That's the last question. And they just wrote lies. <laughs> <laughs> this person was not upset. Uh, was not happy with us. Sorry. But they also they're okay. It was, they said it was fun. So yeah, okay, we'll take it. And they gave us a ten on enjoyability. Oh, we'll take it. All right. I mean, surely people like have heard of yeah things like the onion. Exactly. I, we, I we hope. You but. know what? I, I've I've learned that not not everybody has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people just don't understand the the concept. I think. But yeah. you know, which like, is okay. But. I think people just need to like loosen up a little. Yeah. Bit. Like, we, I think that's a part of it. But we whatever. had we posted something about Canada wanting to secede from Ottawa, <laughs> and that thing got a very long ranting comment that's about great. politics that's and awesome. all that. Yeah, yeah that's right. Very yeah, strange. Yeah. But that said, we got some iTunes reviews as well. We did, yeah. And we said we'd read those as well. So here they are. This one, uh, this first one's from App Master Inc. And uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. I guess that's the, the, he knows what uh, he's talking the about. name. Yeah. You, <laughs> that's the name <laughs> you sign up for your Apple ID for. Uh, so they said the, the review is titled Wicked Stuff About Ottawa. Uh, they said it's awesome. Great insight by locals about the hidden gems of the Ottawa community and lifestyle. Worth a listen. Great job, guys. That's nice. So good on us. Nice. Second one. Uh, title love this podcast it is by wiggle chicken which is the alias of our somebody good friend chris bailey <laughs> oh he's out of the practice <laughs> sure, all right. wow, okay. chris. yeah he he goes his twitter name is wiggle, wiggle chicken if i said wiggle chicken everyone knows that everyone knows his twitter handle he says if you live in ottawa you are a fool if you don't listen to this podcast every segment of the show is fantastic and these guys have even interviewed the mayor what more could you ask for <laughs> it's true i love the guests on this show people of all ages and walks of life some of them are authors they've written i'm just ad-libbing now oh, okay. uh, <laughs> the news segments the banter these guys have amazing chemistry and everything else don't be a fool listen to this podcast we'll That's take it very positive Thanks, Chris. review all right. Seven five star reviews. Not bad. Awesome. All good. right. Well, with that, uh, if you want to add to our collection of uh, of reviews, that one, those ones are off iTunes. We're on iTunes. Yeah. Okay. There you go. And finally, what's Audible? Finally, Audible is our sponsor <laughs> this episode, and they are an audiobook company that is uh, owned by Amazon. They are offering you a deal if you like podcasts. They feel like you probably will like audiobooks as well. They, uh, they're offering you a free audiobook download as well as a free 30-day trial to try out their audiobook service. And uh, they have over 180,000 different audiobooks that you can stream or download, and you can get apps for uh, not only things like Kindles, uh, the Kindle tablets, uh, but they also have apps for iPhone and Android. And so if you head to uh, audibletrial.com slash what, you can sign up for your free 30-day trial and get a free audiobook download. Great. Thanks, Rob. And to close out the podcast, Pablo. You're, it's your time to shine by saying auto. This is it. Wow. This is it. I've yeah. been practicing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Take a breath and, and, and make sure you do it right. All right. All right. <laughs> auto what? <laughs>